Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Hello? Hey, it's Casey. Well, this is Miss Cheryl. Hi, how are you? Good, and you? Um, I'm good. That's good. Are we the only two on right now? I'm on, Cheryl. Oh, hi. How are you, hon? I'm doing good. You doing okay? That's good. Oh, yeah, marvelous. (laughs) Good. I didn't, I just found out. Uh, Casey, are you muting yourself? Ma'am? I guess. Are you going to mute? Yes, ma'am. Okay. I'll let Mama know you're here. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. What did you just find out, Cheryl? My Facebook was down for about seven hours today. Oh. Maybe that's what was wrong with mine. I wasn't even on it until I I got off work and come home and Eight and then I clicked on a, my app for Fox News and said Facebook and Twitter, and then we're down for like five to seven hours today or something like that. It's like what? Well, that's what happened with mine too. I couldn't do anything. Really? Even oh my goodness! Do you work nights or days, hon? I'm at work right now. I'm just wherever they want me and whenever they want me. Oh, okay. So it's like last minute on call or what? No, they give me a schedule, but um, it it just depends on what everybody else is going to do as to where she'll put me. Oh, I see. Are you liking it so far? Oh, yeah, I love it. That's good. Love it, love it. I love my job, too. It keeps me busy, gets me out of the house. I get to be around people. Yeah, that's good. Let me tell you, that that store today was nonstop. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Have you heard anything about anything? No. Okay. I don't know. Maybe it? it's just me. I I haven't heard anything, but it's just things are really unusual. Unusual. Huh. Hello. Hey. All right. We're here. Okay. Um, Can you see the numbers from here? Wait. No, I can't. Uh, hold on. One second. Good. Good evening, everybody. Hello. Hello. Oh, listen, the whole crew's here. <laughs> Amen. Y'all, y'all did good. <laughs> Great. Uh, who who all do we have? I hear it, Gary. That's right. And and who else? Dana. Okay. Who else? Miss Cheryl. Oh, <laughs> I thought I heard Cheryl, but I wasn't for <laughs> sure. Thank yes, you ma'am. for just. Um, Okay, but Ida's not here, right? She'll maybe she'll she'll be in a little bit. Uh, <clears throat> well, y'all, I, I just love this chapter that we're studying tonight. I I hope it's the right chapter. Uh, 
I hope we're on chapter four. Is that what y'all think? Yes, ma'am. Oh, good, good. I never know. It's a guess what. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I love, love, love this this chapter. <clears throat> and you know, it's. Uh, and I was thinking tonight. Um, I would like, if that's all right with y'all, when we finish Romans, I'd like to go right into Galatians because they're they're a sister, they're a sister books because uh, they just continue on with the the gospel of grace, and and I Amen. know God wants everybody to know, you know that that the truth of the matter, the devil would try to. Uh, uh, make it as hard as, and also that you can't know for sure. The devil—that's the devil's play horse right there, hobby horse. Mm-hmm. You can't be sure you're saved. You just—you just don't know for sure. But after a study of Romans and Galatians, if you don't know that salvation is a gift of God, not of works. And what a blessed place it is. Well, um, you just need to study more because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. But, uh, uh, and I hope, I hope if you do have questions on that, I hope you will speak up and maybe we can use some more scripture to, to make it crystal clear because it's so wonderful. You know, I was just thinking that it makes me want to fall at the feet of Jesus in thanksgiving because of this fact. And uh, it says in another place, that's the only way that we can know that that salvation is 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 real is because we don't have anything to do with it. And that reason is that that um that's the uh, as it says well let me just let me just read it to you um <clears throat> it said um well actually it's in this in this chapter um Romans 4 verse 16 said therefore it is a faith that therefore it is a faith that it might be by grace to the end that the promise might be sure to all seed. That's the only way. If we had something to do with it, we couldn't be sure of our salvation. Right. But, uh, we don't. We don't have. So now it can be. It can be a sure thing that that the gift of God is freely given to all those that will believe on his name and and picture themselves as dying with Christ and know in your heart that that you've trusted Christ. And, and and you know if you ain't been saved very long, sometimes you have questions along that line. I know I did. Uh, but it's it's so crystal clear when when you get all these wonderful verses. <clears throat> Uh, let's see. Um, How about Casey? Is Casey here? Mama, she's on mute, but she is here. Oh, she spoke? Yes, ma'am, she did. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't hear that. Okay, Jan, I'm glad you're here. Thank you. Me too. Is your husband doing okay? He's doing okay, yes, ma'am. Good, good, good. All right, well, we'll, uh, maybe I'll come in here before long. Uh, We'll go ahead and pray and get right into it. Father in heaven, in Jesus' name, Lord, I come before you. And, Lord, I'm... I know all my sins are forgiven, but Lord, if there's anything in my life or in my heart that is just 
tainted with sin just from walking in this dirty world. Lord, I just lay myself open in confession that I wouldn't hide anything from you, Lord. I, I, I just want to be open before you, that I might be clean before you, a clean vessel, Lord, that you could just speak through. Oh, Lord, I pray that you would just bless him tonight, this wonderful, wonderful book that we're going to study. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God, that you're here with us. And thank you that we're we're going to rejoice what you've done for us. Bless everybody that's here, Lord. Bless us all together. Help us, Lord, to help one another. Yes, dear Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, oh, Ida, I hear Ida. Oh, yes, I'm here. Welcome. Welcome, Ida. Thank you. Uh, okay. We are at Romans, the fourth chapter, most important book. It's my favorite whole book, of, unless it's John 1, um, uh, in the whole book. I just love it because I've, I stress so long about the things that it talks about. Okay. Romans chapter 4, and this is justification by faith illustrated we're going to see an object of an invisible faith okay it says what shall we say then that abraham our father as pertaining to the flesh has found for if abraham were justified by works he had wear off to glory but not before God. Uh, Mama, what verse, please? Uh, verse 3. Um, of chapter 3. Chapter okay. 4. Okay. For what, what, for what saith the scripture? Abraham believed God, and it was counted unto him for righteousness. Now to him that worketh is the reward, not reckoned of grace, but of debt. But to him that worketh not, but believeth on him that justifieth the ungodly, his faith is counted for righteousness. Even as David also describeth the blessedness of the man unto whom God imputeth righteousness without works. Mm-mm. Y'all, and this is the blessedness, and that word blessed means, oh, how happy. Oh, how happy is a man that knows God and knows what we have in Christ. Um, so that that verse 1 says, okay, we're going to have an object lesson. What we're going to say, um, let's, let's compare the flesh. And we're going to have a tangible flesh, and we're going to have an invisible faith. And let's see if we can see which one works. And then in verse verse 2, it said, um, now, let me ask you a question. Was Abraham justified by works? And if he was, if Abraham did something that uh, made him justified before God, well, he did good, and he can glory about it. He can say, look what I did. I did this. Verse 3 says, hey, come in, come in. Here's Sister Jeannie. Uh, pull you up a chair there, sister. Um, uh, or, or can you find your place? Or you can sit on the floor there if you want to. Uh, uh, pull that chair. Let me get my sister. Let me get my sister settled here, and we'll come right back. Oh, chair. 
All right. Okay. There's your chair. Okay, you did good. I'm so glad you're here. If I don't freeze her to death in this bed, <laughs> in this bedroom. Uh, oh, you ain't got a Bible. I wish you had a Bible, but you don't, so it's all right. You just have to listen. Okay. Oh. Okay, we, we we have said there, um, if Abraham was justified by works, then he had something to glory about. He said, you know, I did this. I accomplished this. He, he could glory in it. But it said, but not before God. It said, what says the scripture? And yet that, that's, that's what we got. We cannot go by grandma and grandpa's or what we've heard or anything. We've got to go by the scripture because that is what's going to judge us at the last day. That's what the Bible says. So what, what does the scripture say? It says that Abraham believed God. Abraham believed God, and it, his belief, was counted unto him for righteousness. Now, uh, that ought to be enough for for anybody right there, but but it's really not. Uh, Hold your place there and turn to Galatians 3. Galatians 3. Uh, And like I say, um, when we finish this, I hope that we could go on into Galatians because this is a sister chapter to Romans. Um, Galatians 3. Uh, Galatians 3. Watch this. It said, O foolish Galatians who have bewitched you that you should not obey the truth. Jesus Christ set forth crucified among you. He said, this only what I learned of you. Tell me this thing. Did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law? That's the first question. Or was it by the hearing of faith? Now tell me which one it was. Was it by your works? Or was it because you heard of faith? And then he said, are you so foolish? Having begun in the spirit, are you now made perfect by the flesh? You got to let that flesh get in and say, look what I've done. Is that what's going to happen? And so you um, skip down to six. It says, even as Abraham believed, God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness. Abraham simply believed God. What what, what a faith-honoring, what a blessedness to, to God to think that we just believe him, just believe him. We don't trust mm-hmm. in ourselves. We just believe God. And that's the only thing that will please God. What about that? We, I mean, we may work all we want to, but that ain't what pleases God. What pleases God is when we believe him. And like, a, you know, we'll get on down there. That kind of faith always produces works. But forget about works right now. And because we're trying to see how are we justified, how are we saved, and how do we continue to be saved? You know, we have a, an eternal salvation, and and that's that's the only way it can it, it can be eternal if it's of God. You know, because our works, I'm I'm working pretty good today, and I might feel terrible and do something awful or not do some good stuff, it don't hinge on that. It's my faith rest in Christ's work on the cross of Calvary. So uh, that's, that's, he said, this is what happened to Abraham. He believed God 
and it, his belief, was accounted to him for righteousness. He became, as soon as he saw that, and any sinner today, when he looks to the cross of Christ, when he sees himself, as it were, hanging on the cross of Christ and believes, this was for me. He died for me. And you believe that message? And guess what? Oh, my goodness. The peace of God will flood your soul when you... Salvation is a gift of God to everyone that believes. And what a, what a blessed thing that is. So that's, that's what the Galatians agrees there with it. And verse 4 there, it said, um, remember this. Him that worketh is the reward not reckoned of grace, but of debt. You know, God, you owe me something because I work for you. God said, no, no. That's, uh, I did it all. I, I, I'm glad you, I'm glad you had faith in me and you did a few works. Most of the works probably is selfish or whatever, but you did do some good works. If you save, everybody will work if you save without exception. But we can't look at works because some people have more works than the others. Some just, just like a baby. A baby can't do much. But somebody that has been nourished in the word of God, they might be able to tell the story of Jesus to many people. But, but you can't judge by who's got more faith than the other feller. Okay, and that verse 5 said... Um, so we conclude that to him that worketh not, but believeth on him that justifieth the ungodly, his faith is counted for righteousness. And that's, that, that's a conclusion there. And even David in the Old Testament said, Blessed is the man whom God imputed righteousness without works. Now, we've talked about this before, about imputation. We've talked about that before. To See, that's how it all happens. God imputes or gives to us when he sees faith. He gives to us salvation. It's just, it's just like he zaps us in. We're changed. We're translated out of the the kingdom of darkness into uh, 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 into the kingdom of his dear son. It's a swap there. Just as soon, it's instantaneous. You don't grow into salvation. It's a birth that happens from uh, from on high. And um, it said, um, so, oh, how happy is the man to whom the Lord will not impute sin. And and that's another thing. God won't let the devil impute sin to us no more. No. That sin just, it's already been paid for. It was cast in the, the far reaches of the ocean, never to be brought up no more. All sin was paid for back then here in the now and in the future. Sin is no more charged against the human race. We, it's a cost paid for it. And now, you know, you, you, you don't go to hell for your sins in this day and time. You go to hell because you rejected the man that paid the sin debt. That's why anybody goes to hell because you rejected Jesus and and said, oh, how happy is the man that the Lord will not impute sin. No more are we called a sinner. We're called a saint. I am a, a saint of God. And if you, if you receive Jesus Christ, you're a saint too. And you know, if we had that mindset that, look, I'm a saint. 
let me let me bring into experience what I have positionally. Let me act like a saint. Right. Yeah. People will say, you know, with false pride, oh, I'm not no saint. Oh, no. Oh, no, I ain't not. Uh-uh, I ain't no saint. But, and you know, a lot of times we don't act like it, but we're talking about this new man that's created in after Christ, created in true holiness. We talk about that, that man, the hidden man of the heart. That's what, that's what God calls it. <clears throat> All right. Anybody want to comment there after I've blabbered on so long? <laughs> no, ma'am, that's good stuff. Okay, verse 9 says, so if that's true, cometh this blessedness then upon the circumcision only? Now remember, the circumcision is the Jews. So is that blessedness just on the Jews or upon the uncircumcision also or the Gentiles? Said which one? Does that blessedness come on the Jew or the Gentile? For we say that faith was reckoned to Abraham for righteousness. It was reckoned to Abraham. It was given. It was imputed totally apart from anything that he did. Okay, go ahead. Verse 10, how was it then reckoned when he was in circumcision or in uncircumcision? Not in circumcision, but in uncircumcision. Uh, And he received the sign of, is that right, number 11? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And he received the sign of circumcision, a seal of the righteousness of the faith which he had yet being uncircumcised, that he might be the father of all them that believe, though they be not circumcised, that righteousness might be imputed unto them also. And the father of circumcision to them who are not of the circumcision only, but who also walk in the steps of that faith of our father Abraham, which he had yet, which he had being yet uncircumcised. For the promise that he should be the heir of the world was not to Abraham or to his seed through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. For if they which are of the law be heirs, faith is made void, and the promise made of none effect. Um, so we, we found out that, uh, that, that, uh, that faith or salvation, it, uh, Abraham wasn't circumcised, and this, that's when he got saved. He got saved, God's righteousness imputed to him when he was uncircumcised. And so, you know, the Jews, they think Abraham hung the moon. Moses and Abraham, that's their fathers, you know. They, right. they, they are, they're wonderful, but uh, it, that, that knocks it in the head. Well, later on, we're going to read that where... Uh, uh, they got to saying, "You can't be saved unless you unless you circumcise," and uh, so. But that this knocks that in the head right there because Abraham was saved before he even got circumcised. So, Man. so it's it, it answers it right there. Not in circumcision, but in uncircumcision. That's where he received the sign. You know that that was a, a covenant sign when they uh, cut the foreskin uh, of the penis. That that was a sign for the Jews only that they 
They were a, a covenanted people to God. And, you know, I, I don't know. Of course, God does all things well. That was a strange sign, but it's right. one that that uh, only God would would do something like that. But that was for, and even today, you know, um, we still circumcise our little boys. I mean, some people do, and they might be uh, advantages to it. So I've heard maybe cleanliness or whatever. But uh, as far as uh, being a religious thing to do, it's it's not. There's no advantage because it's a flesh thing. And it was given to the Jews. Um, yeah. But uh, anyway, we know that he was a the father of all them that believe. Abraham started it, and and uh, the last man that's going to get saved will end it. That's the only way God's got to save anybody is through faith in Jesus Christ in his work on Calvary. Right. Mm-hmm. Amen. And so we have that promise that in, in verse 13, it said uh, uh, that uh, whosoever, whosoever, uh, that, well, let's see, um, no, wait, it's not time yet. Uh, what did we end? 14? I think so, Miss Janice. Okay. 15 right. is Pardon? I mean, you're going to be on verse 15, I think. Oh, okay. All right, verse 15 says, because the law worketh wrath, the law said, no, 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 don't do that, don't do that. But for where no law is, there's no transgression. As the story goes, uh, the man, uh, there was a sign <laughs> this man had went in this man has went in this uh, bar everywhere it was, and everybody was was uh, kept it just as clean, you know. Everybody just as nice. But one day, I guess somebody got smart or whatever, trying to keep it clean, and they said, "No spitting on the floor." And uh, so they put the sign up there, and the people started coming in, and they said. The, the urge to want to spit on the floor was just overpowering. They could not. That's like the sign that says, wet paint, do not touch. And who wants to test us? You've got to touch it and see. <laughs> but But that's what it said. Where no law is, there's no transgression. But if God said, don't step over that line, man, do we ever want to step over that line? You get my drift? But Mm -hmm. that's what the law was. The law was our schoolmaster to, to, to bring us to Christ. We couldn't keep the Ten Commandments. Never, 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 ever, ever. One man, and that was Jesus Christ, that kept the Ten Commandments. Okay, go ahead. Okay, verse 16. Therefore, it is of faith that it might be by grace to the end the, prom- the promise might be sure to all the seed. Not to that only which is of the law, but to that also which is of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. You there, Jan? 
Hello. Go ahead, Cheryl. Okay. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him who he believed, even God, who quickened quickened the dead and called those things which be not as though they were. Who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations, according to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. Gary. He must he must be somewhere. Uh, okay, we'll come back to nineteen. Uh, but look back at verse sixteen, and this 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 is what we we're talking about a while ago. It ha- it has to be salvation has to be by faith in order for it to be by mm-hmm. grace. That the promise might be sure to all the seed. You know. And I used to have a, a uncle, and uh, he told me, he said, uh, uh, he said, uh, no, no, and I just got saved, and uh, he said, uh, there ain't no sin gonna get in heaven, and I, I, I didn't, I didn't really know how to answer him, but anyway, I said, well. Uncle Lordy, don't we all uh, don't we uh, all sin? Well, well, yeah. But I said, well, how many sins? I mean, if if one sin can't get into heaven, uh, how how many sins does it take for you to get lost again? Well, he said. Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> and uh, and and of course, that's a way to if you don't see that Christ paid for all of, all the sins, and that that's uh that's a done deal, and it all hinges all of it. Christ is embodied. The, the grace of God is all in Christ. Uh, you know, we never could be sure we're saved. We never could. Because I'm sorry, we sin. We sin. And, uh, and uh, you know, uh, and, and I tell you what, a lot of people do things and say things they don't even know the sin. And uh, how could we ever be sure because that's right, no sin's going to get in heaven if, if if it's still around here today. But uh, uh, we, that's what it said. The promise, the, the promise might be sure to all the seeds. And uh, that's the only way it could is by an imputed righteousness that he, he won't impute sin to us the more. Aunt Janice, uh, just today I, I, I shared with Austin a scripture that I never heard or it didn't never jump out at me. It was in Romans 7, uh, the last verse in 7, it says, this is Paul talking, I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then with the mind, I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh, the law of sin. So he himself said that. That that sums it up right there, Dana. I know. I was up. like, wow. Wow. Yeah. That's the best we can do is serve the law of sin. Because uh, we, we think of sin as being big things, but even the thought of something... I can't even think holy thoughts unless I'm thinking about Jesus, you know. 
and the thoughts of sin is uh, so that's the best you can do. Paul said, "I myself serve the law of God." That's the real man, the real saved person. That's that new man of the spirit, and there's no. That's how you can be saved forever because. He is pure and clean as God is clean. But the flesh will always be the flesh. And so he said, I serve the law of God with, with the, the inner man, but with the flesh, I serve the law of sin. Okay. And you know that trouble, Paul, he said, oh, body of this destruction, who will deliver me from this body? And then he said, I thank God. Uh, but he hated that, and I, I hate that too. Uh, you know, I wish, I wish I always thought nice, sweet, clean thoughts and that walked and for what I love that I'd go to the garden alone. While the deer is still on the roses, and the voice I hear falling on my ear, the Son of Man is calling, and he walks with me, and he talks with me. Ain't that to, to, uh, that's just sweet to think of walking and talking. But you know what? <laughs> when we get to heaven, we're going to be, we sang that old song, Hand in Hand with Christ here, but it'll be hand in hand with Christ on the streets of heaven. We'll be delivered from the body of this death when we, when we get to, may I say something? Yeah, go for it. I just want to be on my mind for a long time. The scripture says that we know that we have passed from death unto life because we love the brethren. Now listen, that is a powerful scripture when we can love uh, no matter who it is or what he's done, we can still love that man or that woman. That's a good sign that you have the love of God in your heart. Amen. Amen. Will, I know, Gary, that's one of your favorite scriptures. They'll know you're Christians by your love. That's right. Thank you, Gene. Amen. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. Oh. Let's see. Where am I? Where are we? Gary, you want to read yours now that you're back? Yeah, we had to swap phones. Where are we at, sister? Uh, okay, chapter Romans chapter 4, and Ida, where, where are we, Ida? Verse, verse 19. Verse okay, 19. Gary, you're, you're verse 19. And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body, now dead, when he is about an hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. Okay, we're talking about Abraham there. Uh-huh. Uh, the, the father of many nations. and uh, But it said, he, he didn't even care. He said, here I am, what, uh, 90-something years old, and... Uh, I don't know how how old a man can be to father a child. I I you know I I don't know, but uh, Abraham he he wasn't even worried about that. He said, "I don't care, God, you said it, and I'm gonna have a baby." Amen. And his his wife was right up there with him too. Sarah's womb, she hadn't had a period, no telling how long. All her female stuff was dead, as far as we know. But uh, Abraham didn't care. He said, we's going to have a baby. We's going to have a baby. 
He considered it not, nor the deadness of Sarah's womb. And then in verse 20, it says, He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. And being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was, he was able also to perform. And therefore it was imputed to him for righteousness. Now it was not written for his sake alone that it was imputed to him. But for us also, to whom it shall be imputed, if we believe on him that raised up Jesus our Lord from the dead. Who was delivered for our offenses and was raised again for our justification. Amen. Amen. That's a powerful, powerful chapter, y'all, right there. Mm. Uh, it said uh, he 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 didn't waver. He staggered not because because of that faith. He was fully persuaded, no doubt, no doubt whatsoever. He is fully persuaded what God had told him. And remember that angel, which was the pre-incarnate Christ that came and visited with Abraham and made this uh, announcement, he was fully persuaded that he is able to perform it. (laughs) He said, just like, remember, um, um, uh, Mary, she said, uh, when he said, you're going to have a baby, she said, be it according to thy word. She didn't stagger at the promise of God either, and uh, said what he was, what what God promised, uh, he was he was able to perform, and and when he did that, he set the groundwork for verse twenty two. It said, and therefore, because of what's went before, it or faith was imputed to Abraham for righteousness. Remember, we talked about the imputing. That's somebody doing something for you that you have nothing to do with it. It's just given as a gift, and it's imputed to you totally without any help from you whatsoever. And uh, faith. It was imputed, um, uh, and another word for that is reckoned. Uh, it put this to your account. That's that's really breaking it down. If I if I go pay your bill at the store, you can say I have imputed your debt. It's no more owed to you. You didn't have nothing to do with it. I paid that debt. That's the same word. And you reckon it to be absolved. It ain't, uh, uh, you don't owe it no more. You're not a debtor because it's gone. Somebody paid your your debt. And then here's the good part there. It said, Verse 24 said, but for us also, y'all, oh my goodness, for us also. We just like Father Abraham. For us also, it says the same thing will happen. It shall be imputed if we believe on him that raised up Jesus our Lord from the dead. Now that's, that's, you remember what the gospel means? It's the good news. The good right. news is we can have the same kind of uh, salvation that Abraham had if 
we believe on him, it will be imputed to us totally apart from works. Amen. And it's, and it's described in that in verse 25 said, we're talking about Jesus, our Lord, who was delivered for our offenses. And, of course, we know it wouldn't have been good enough if it wasn't the rest of it. He was buried and was raised again for our justification. Right. In that raised Jesus from the dead, it showed that he was satisfied with the sin dead. That that body that God prepared Jesus um, died the death that we all deserve and put it in the ground. But then it sprung up by the power of God and 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 it was raised for our justification. Just if I've just as if I've never sinned, that's what justification means. We are justified in God's sight. Well, I stand before God, and guess what? All that He sees is the blood of His Son. That's all he sees. He's not looking at, at at this this body. He's looking at his son's blood that paid for my sin. Right. Mama. Mom. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so what do you do with the scripture when somebody says um, faith without works is dead? Well, that's in in there, and that's that's such a good 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 verse. You know, faith without works is dead, and I guarantee you it's dead. But uh, in James it says, "Ye see how that a man is justified by works." Okay, that's talking about our 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 works that. You know, he says, show me your faith without your works, and I'll show you my faith by my works. Uh, and that, ye see, is for everybody to look at. But the real inside is uh, is the real thing. Uh, ye see how the man is justified by works? I look at you, and I say, look at there. That must be a pretty good Look at all the works he does. We never know if anybody's saved or not. There's some some people that that'll tell you uh, preachers, even preachers, that uh, probably ain't saved. But uh, God said, uh, j- just look at that in James. Yeah, I know y'all know that scripture there. Uh, James, uh, uh, look at uh, chapter two. Oh, this is this is good right here. Chapter two and verse 20, 21, It says, "Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he had offered Isaac his son upon the altar?" Ooh, what are you saying? Abraham was justified by works? Now, look at verse 22. Seest thou how faith wrought with his works, and by works was faith made perfect? They go together. Like I said, if you ain't got got works, you ain't got faith. If you've got faith, you've got works. Look look what it says here then. Verse 23. And the scripture was fulfilled, which saith, Abraham believed God, and it was imputed unto him for righteousness. So verse 24 says, 
ye see. Now, that's that's for that's the outward show. Ye see then how that by works a man is justified in man's sight, and not by faith only. You can't show nobody your faith unless you show them works, and that's okay. what that's talking about. And it uses Man. Abraham's illustration. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Amen. Uh, faith is always made perfect by works, but it's the faith that saves, and the works is for you see, you see. Is that did that answer, Jan? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Well, it's y'all. It's the the hour is about up. Uh, anybody? Anybody? Uh, want? I, yeah, Jan. I'm glad you you talk, talked about that. Uh, but this, like I say, I I always had trouble believing that because I I was taught that you know you never could know for sure if you're saved how and you you never did know if your sins was under the blood or not and uh, I've made this a lifetime study and uh, I know other people's got that uh, 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 problem too of of uh, you just know for sure pardon me You're welcome. Say again. Hello? Hello? I'm here. I don't know. I thought somebody had made a statement. Mama, I'm at work. I'm sorry. I wasn't on mute. That was somebody talking. Oh, okay. It's okay, baby. All right. Okay. But okay, well, has anybody else got a word to say? Question Janice, to I yes, sir. Me? Miss Janice, I'm thinking about uh, Abraham. You look at what went on in his life, I mean, at 100 years old, uh, God told him that he was going to have a son. And at 100 years old, okay, and he believed it. Not only that, but then Sarah then had to, had to have her womb to where it would uh, conceive a child. That happened. So when those two things happened, I mean, seemed like uh, Abraham's faith was even uh, gained because what he saw God do in his life. And then... When he went to, uh, when he was promised by God that Isaac would be the, uh, you know, uh, the father of, a, and he would be a father of a thousands upon thousands, the sand is of the sea. He knew it had to come from Isaac. So when uh, God told him to go and, and sacrifice his son, he just, boom, he just grabbed up the stuff and away he went by faith. And, you know, we can have that because if you'll just look at your very own life, I look at my life, in an instant, as soon as I asked Christ into my life, I was instantly changed. I no more loved the things that I loved before, but I actually hated them. I hated them that second, you know. So that's a way of telling uh, that you're saved. You know, we talked about a change in your heart and your life. Well, that was it for me. I, I was I knew I was different. Yeah. For sure. Yes. Anybody yes. else anybody else got a comment? I, I sure, do. I sure pre- yes. Sir. When I was saved, uh Sister Jan saved me over the phone. But I would I wasn't for sure if I was saved or not because I went through some very dark times 
after my husband had passed and I was I was drinking and went through several several situations and I moved away from Jasper for about three years yeah it was almost three years until I finally got the word from God somehow miraculously I started praying and reading the Bible and I I quit drinking and I just I don't know I'm just I'm just (laughs) amazed at what he can do because then I got to come back to Jasper amen amen and Guess what, Cheryl? Uh, what? We, we we was praying for you, my dear. I knew I knew all about I knew all about Cheryl. Jan said, "Pray for this dear woman. Pray for her." <laughs> oh, bless you. So I'm 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 happy for you, Cheryl. I know it's been bad losing your husband and everything. God yeah, but you. look, look, but look where I am now, hun. Well, Amen. that's true too. Yeah. Yes. I am saved, and I am. Go ahead. God always has something better to give you if he takes something away. Amen. Yes, ma'am. Okay, well, our time is up. I want to make a prayer request, please. Yes, ma'am. I want to pray for my sister Jan and her husband Richard for what they're going to be dealing with this coming Wednesday. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes. Richard, okay? Is Richard all right? He's going to have surgery Wednesday. They're going to take out his gallbladder. And you remember, that's what Claude Jean died, he had a gallbladder surgery, and he had a heart attack and died, and they didn't oh. know he had a... Okay. Amen. Okay. Richard remember Hart. That. Richard's heart has been acting up. His oxygen will drop into the 30s and stay there for... 30 minutes or more and uh, they know he has heart problems but they went ahead and cleared him for surgery so a little scary are they going to do a pacemaker anytime Chan have they talked about he's not a candidate for it yet okay all right and that's happening Wednesday yeah Wednesday uh, about 11 Okay, well, thank you. We'll definitely be praying. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, Ida, would you pray for us, babe? Okay, let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time that we could gather together to fellowship and to read thy word and to study thy word. Thank you, Lord, for your love. Thank you for your uh, blessings upon us, even for the problems, Lord, that we always encounter day by day. Thank you that um, because of the problems, we'll be able to grow more in your knowledge and that we'll be able to (coughs) be more mature in you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that um, you are always uh, with us and that we know Lord that you are with uh, Jan and and her husband this Wednesday thank you Lord and we leap up to you this couple Lord I pray that uh, whatever it is that they will have this Wednesday Lord that you'll 
take control, Lord, that you are in charge of everything, Lord. And know, Lord, that um, you are our wonderful Lord and most um, the, the only one who can heal anybody, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your love for us. Thank you for um, your faithfulness to us in spite of sometimes we, we being unfaithful to you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that uh, you are always in our midst. And thank you, Lord, for this time that uh, we were able to be blessed by your word. Thank you, Lord, in your most holy name we pray. Amen. 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 Everybody said. Amen. 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 <laughs> love y'all. I love, love you Bye bye. Thank y'all for coming. Bye. Bye y'all. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.